a great church, and you are wonderful people. And I'm so thankful to see what the Lord has done over these last several years. God has blessed us. God has directed us. Thank you for last Sunday for a, an offering towards that new building of $83,493.68. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We're growing. Jesus' name. I want to turn your attention very quickly to uh, Mark chapter 6. I'm going to do my best to keep this short, but I got a word for you this morning. We're going to have fun, but I believe the Lord's going to move here. Mark chapter 6. I'm going to read uh, simply verse 45 and then verse 51 in the New King James Version. I'm going to give you the beginning and the ending of the passage where Jesus walks on water. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 45, it's on the screen for you. It says this, and straightway, this is Jesus, he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side. Say the other side. Say the other side. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to the other side. Last verse, 51, New King James Version. It says this, then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled. They marveled. I've simply come to preach a statement. I've come to tell you this morning, the other side is marvelous. The other side is marvelous. I don't know what you're going through, don't know what you're worried about, don't know what you're facing, but I've come to tell you in Jesus' name, the other side is marvelous. Hallelujah. I feel faith here right now. I feel encouragement here right now. Come on, somebody, you ought to just wave a hand right now. Say, I'm going to the other side. The Lord's shown you something. The Lord's promised you something. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this church. I thank you, Lord, for where you're taking us to. We bind all doubt and discouragement in the mighty name of Jesus. Let all weariness be gone. Let all doubt be gone right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, touch this church. Help us today. Move here right now in the name of Jesus. You just need to open up your heart to some possibilities right now. God's wanting to work here today. God's wanting to move here right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. I'm going to talk real fast because i got a lot to do in a little bit of time. Preach with me. The passage of Scripture we just read is situated between two incredible accounts of the miraculous. Directly preceding our text is what we know as the feeding of the 5,000. We talked about it last Wednesday night. You should go back and listen to that if you get a chance. So directly preceding what we just read in our text is the feeding of the 5,000. Directly or immediately following our text, you then read in Mark chapter 6, verse Verse 54, they come out of the ship and the whole region round about is stirred. And it says in verse 55, they began to carry about in beds those that were sick and those that were uh, hearing about Jesus Christ. It says, and whithersoever he entered, villages, city, country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him 
that they might just touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched him were made whole. In my opinion, you can say things went from good to great. Before the disciples entered the boat in Mark 6, 45, crowds were being fed. As they exited the boat in verse 54, masses were being healed. Before, people's bellies were being filled. After, bodies were being healed and lives were being changed. It was a supernatural transition that happened. What we find in our text was a transition from good to great. From bellies being filled to lives being supernaturally changed to people being healed to masses flocking to where Jesus and the disciples were. They didn't wait for Jesus just to come to them any longer. They came out on beds just laying people sick in the streets just saying, we're going to touch him, and miraculous things transpired. Here's what I want to share with you. They are now at the close of the miracle of the loaves and fishes. Now the disciples are hesitant to get in the boat. For whatever reason, they did not want to leave the miracle of the loaves and the fish. They wanted to stay right where they were. It's a good place. Of course we want to stay here. Things are going wonderful. Of course we don't want to leave this. But the Lord says, I've got something better for you on the other side. I've got something better for you just across on the other side. I feel the Lord saying that to the church right now. I know there's been some good things. I know there's been some blessings. I know, but there's something greater on the other side. Hallelujah. You may be seated. We don't want to leave here, the disciples are saying. We've got to enjoy this moment. I like where we're at. The miraculous is taking place. In Mark 6, 45, it says Jesus had to constrain them to get into the boat. He had to make them leave where they currently were. Constrained speaks of compelling. Thayer's definition of compelling, it says to necessitate, to make it either by permission or by force. Jesus was saying one way or another, you're getting in the boat. One way or another, you're going to the other side. I know you've enjoyed where you've been, but I've got something better for you over there. And one way or another, you boys are going to get in this boat. (laughs) I feel like that's what the Lord's been doing to some of us. He's been trying to get us, pull us, speak to us one way or another. He's saying, church, I got to get you to move, church. I got to get you to go. There's people in this place right here. You're not here by accident. The Lord has been constraining you. The Lord has been pushing you, pulling you, provoking you, prodding you because he knows there's something greater in store for your life. Ministers, there's a greater anointing for you on the other side. Talk to the Lord for a second. Come on, I ain't got time to warm you up. 
Let's just go ahead. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, come on. You can almost see the arguing, but we don't want to, Jesus. We like the miracle here, Jesus. We like what we're experiencing here, Jesus. I, I, I'm okay with where I'm at, Jesus. This is a pretty nice place to stay, Jesus. But Jesus is begging. He's pleading. No, just get in the boat. No, you've got to go. No, you can't stay here any longer. No, we can't wait anymore. It says straightway. Straightway. He said, you boys, you've got to go. You boys have got to get in the boat because I've got a place for you to be. I know we're here to celebrate, to party, and have some fun. But church, guests, let me tell you, God's got somewhere for you to be. God's got something for you to do. You have a calling on your life. You have a purpose. The hand of the Lord is upon this church. The hand of the Lord has led you to the church. And the Lord is constraining us. It's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to reach. You've got to move. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> you can feel the constraining hand of Jesus. you got to move. You can feel him. Sometimes it's a gentle nudging. Sometimes it's a nice swift kick. But whatever it takes, the Lord's saying, I'm getting you where you need to go. <laughs> That's why some of us have been so agitated. That's why some of you have been so irritable. <laughs> because you can't, you're, you're not satisfied with where you're at. Because the Lord is not content with you just to enjoy a nice little meal. He wants to get you to something miraculous. Greater things for you to accomplish, greater things for you to experience. <laughs> but constraining now, we've enjoyed as a church the miraculous. We've seen even last Sunday, we had at least two people instantaneously, miraculous touches in their body, uh, headaches disappearing, numbness in hands going away, pinched nerves just letting go at that very moment. We have seen good things. It's very easy to just say, wow, this is good. Let's stay here. Let's enjoy where we're at. But the Lord is constraining, saying, no, there's something else for you to do. No. There's more for you to accomplish. No, there's more for you to reach. You can't stay where you're at. At this church, we moved from a storefront, and we moved to this building, and that was a stretch. It was the constraining hand of the Lord saying, you got to go. You can't stay here if you want revival. And so, and so we swallowed hard. We took up offerings, and we moved from a storefront over here. You think that would be good enough, but then the Lord uh, started stirring on us. we got to remodel, and we've got to make the house of the Lord look as beautiful and as nice as possible. So money was spent. Time was, was, uh, it was given to the, the kingdom of God, and we remodeled. And then shortly thereafter, there was a fire, and there goes a lot of hard work right there. What was going on? I believe it was the constraining hand of the Lord. No, Dunellen, you can't get too comfortable with where you got. No, Dunellen, you can't just be content with where you're at. No, Daniel, you can't just pat yourself on the back and be happy with what you've accumulated. But no, there's something greater beyond. 
There's more out there constraining, pulling, pushing, prodding. <laughs> and then we purchased new land. And for a year now, it seems like almost every Tuesday evening has been invested in working on that new building. Money going into new property. Energy, sweat, blood, and tears going into developing where we're uh, going here in just a short month or so. And it's the Lord moving us forward. And I'm just wanting to remind you, though, I'm going to try to hurry and wrap this up in just a minute. I want to remind you, though, that success is hard work. Revival is hard work. It's not always just blinking and snapping. It takes work. I like what the football coach Vince Lombardi said. The only place where success comes before hard work is in the dictionary. (laughs) Before work is in the dictionary. There must be much effort if there is to be success. There's much sacrifice if there's going to be revival. There's much, there's much trying and stretching and discomfort if there's going to be revival. And now the disciples, if you go back to the text, they are on the boat halfway between the loaves and the fishes and halfway in between the miraculous where the crowds and the country and the city is coming out to see Jesus. They are in the middle of a storm. It's nighttime. The winds are contrary. They are tired. They are wet. They are cold. They are mad. (laughs) And the Bible says that they are toiling in rowing. Toiling means torture, pain, torment, to vex. Boy, that sounds enjoyable, right? I'm talking to people you know you, you know all about toiling. Just trying to row your little boat. <laughs> Just trying to keep this thing from dashing into the rocks. Just trying not to, to wreck and trying not to sink. Just toiling. <laughs> toiling and rowing and This has been a crazy year. This has not been the easiest of years. There has been much difficulties in this year. Nobody has liked this year. Everyone has been frustrated this year. Everyone has been ready for 2021 to begin. And we could talk about all of the mishaps and the lions and the tigers and the bears. And we could talk about all, yes, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. It's been a year of toiling, a year of rowing, a year of working and not seeing too much movement. (laughs) Just trying to survive. Just trying to keep this thing from going tipping overboard. But let me tell the saints of God, let me tell the people of God this morning, you might be in some pain, you might be going through a storm, but you're also in God's will. It might not always be easy. It might not always be pretty, but you can still be smack dab in the will of God. They were in a storm in that boat, but they were in the will of God in that boat. And I'll take the will of God any day. You're in the will of God when you sacrifice. You're in the will of God when you come to church. You're in the will of God when you pay your tithes and you're not sure how it's going to work out. You're in the will of God when you're faithful and other people are. You're in the will of God. Come on, you might be in some pain, but you're in the will of God. 
Keep on rowing. Keep on working. There's a breakthrough coming. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Don't you quit now. Don't throw the paddles down now. Keep on rowing. Keep on working. <laughs> Don't turn back. Don't doubt it. Don't stop. <laughs> you can be in the will of God and still go through some torment. Uh, it's a stretching process. It's a growing process. It's a faith process. <laughs> Don't stop rowing. I'm trying to wrap this up. He's, it says this, verse 48. I want you to see this right here. It says, and he saw them toiling. He saw them working hard. <laughs> Jesus sees you. Jesus sees where we're at. Jesus knows what we're going through. If his eyes are on the little sparrows and he knows how many hairs are on my head, Jesus cares about your suffering. Jesus knows what you're going through. Uh, he's not trying to make you suffer. He's trying to make you grow. He's not trying to bring you heartache. He's trying to bring us revival. Uh, he saw them toiling and rowing. <laughs> and when Jesus saw them, it says next he shows up and everything changes. In that moment when he shows up, everything changes. Jesus showed up and the storm stops. Jesus shows up and the wind ceases from blowing. Jesus shows up. And there's peace on the boat once again. I feel like Jesus. <laughs> I feel like Jesus is about to show up in this year of our church's ministry. I know we've had good stuff. I'm thankful for what we've seen. But I just choose to believe the best is yet to come. I know this year has had some toiling. I know this year has seen some rowing. I know for a lot of us, we've seen some storms, but let me tell you, saint of God, when Jesus just shows up, peace comes on the boat. Peace comes in the family. Oh! <laughs> After Jesus showed up, peace came, a calm came, and they began to marvel. This is when they enter into, after this, the, the next place of business, the next place of revival, and they see all kinds of miraculous signs of wonder, the like of which I pray we see one day. There was a breakthrough experienced when Jesus showed up. <laughs> but the question, and I'm ending this right now, at least y'all, I hope y'all are praying that I do. When Jesus showed up. But the question is, when did Jesus show up? <laughs> Allow me to direct your attention to the scripture and we're going to close this right here. Look at this. They, he sees them toiling and rowing. Verse 48. The wind is contrary unto them. And it says, about the fourth watch of night he cometh unto them. We're entering into the fourth year of ministry here. Uh, it's, it's, I believe we've seen this year has been a year of toiling and, and rowing. And we, we've, been, we've been reaching and it's been a good year. We've got new faces here. I'm excited. But I think that something happened special in the fourth year. 
you don't, you don't have to agree, you don't have to clap, you don't have to shout, but I believe you see in Scripture that the fourth year, something special happens, that marvelous things happen in the fourth year. And I believe that something marvelous is about to transpire over the next year of ministry for this church. I'm not just talking about moving to a new building. I'm not just talking about constructing a new building. I'm talking about miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm talking about marvelous things for our families. (laughs) Marvelous are thy works, Psalm 139 says. Psalm 118 says, the Lord's doing is marvelous in our eyes. When did Jesus show up? He showed up in the fourth watch. And we are here to celebrate the fourth year. And I know there's been some good things and I know there's been some trials, but I believe there's going to be a manifestation of God's glory in this coming year. Mark 6, Matthew 14, Jesus shows up in the fourth watch. In Chronicles 3, the temple begins construction in the fourth year. In Genesis chapter 2, the Euphrates River is called the fourth river, and in Revelation it's known as the great river. Could it be we're about to enter into the great year? You can doubt it if you want to, but we're going to have a great year. We're going to have revival in this year. Let's have a great year. Let's have revival. It's going to be a great year. (laughs) Stand to your feet with me. i got to end this right here. I believe Jesus is about to show up in a special way. I believe something special is about to happen for this church. The other side is marvelous. Don't stop rowing. Don't curse God and die. Don't quit the church. Don't backslide. The other side is marvelous. I close with Daniel chapter 3. This is what it says. There's these three boys known as the Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Your shack, my shack, and a billy goat is what we used to say. (laughs) Try to translate that in sign language. (laughs) Three Hebrew boys have the heat cranked up on them. The fire's cranked up seven times hotter for the number three. (laughs) They get thrown into the furnace. And look at what it says in Daniel chapter 3 verse 25. Nebuchadnezzar, that wicked king, said, Lo, I see Four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. Listen to it. And the form of, listen to it, the fourth is like the Son of God. The fourth is like the Son of God. The fourth is like the Son of God. Whether it's in the Old Testament or it's in the New Testament, Jesus shows up when things get hot. Jesus shows up when things seem tough. I pray in the name of Jesus that the fourth year is like Jesus Christ showing up. Lift your hands right now. I'm telling you the other side for this church is marvelous. We're in revival and it's only going to get better from here. Reach over, pray with a family member, come to the altar, do whatever you feel like doing. Come on, let's pray for a moment.
The fourth is like the Son of God. May this be the great year, Lord. May this be the greatest year of the church. Oh, come on. I know there's going to be challenges. I know there will be issues. I know there's concerns. But Jesus is going to show up. And Scripture says he shows up in the fourth. Come on, that's it. Come on, Brother Lee and Sister Maya. <laughs> I pray a year of establishment. A year of God using you. A year of great growth. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Take a moment. God, I'm going where you want me to go. Lord, we're going to do what you want us to do. We're going to have revival this year, Lord. Come on, you want to do the will of God. We want to see revival. We want souls to be saved. We want miracle signs and wonders. Come on, keep on rowing. Don't give up. Don't back up. Don't quit, God. Oh, the other side, it's marvelous. Come on, that's it. Pray for, pray for someone nearby right now. Come on, that's it. Open your mouth. That's the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. What's happening for fourth anniversary? Jesus is showing up. God is giving us revival. Go ahead. The party's already started. This is the party to me right now. People receiving the Holy Ghost. Lives being changed. You need God to show up. You ought to step out into the altar for a moment. We have time for this. Don't doubt it. Don't stop rowing. The other side is marvelous. We're going to have revival. We're going to another level. Go ahead. I'm talking to somebody that you've been rowing this year and you've been struggling this year. You've been vexed this year. Don't give up now. Jesus is showing up. Oh, peace be still to your storm. Oh, God's getting you somewhere. God's doing something special. Take a moment, minister to a loved one. That's it, people getting the Holy Ghost.
What's happening? Jesus has showed up. That's what's happening. Jesus is here. That's what's going on. The fourth is like the Son of God. The fourth is like Jesus Christ. May the fourth year be like Jesus Christ for Souls Harbor. May the presence of God show up in a mighty way this year. You ought to lay hands on someone in faith right now. We have people receiving the Holy Ghost. Ain't nothing better than this right here. Come on, go ahead. Pray till you speak with other tongues. Pray till the Holy Ghost comes upon you. This is a year of growth. This is a year of establishing. This is a year of revival. I bind every lie of the enemy. Your best days are not behind you. The best is yet to come. Jesus showing up in the fourth. Woo! That's it, people speaking in other tongues. Jesus is here. You've been toiling in this year. You've been working as hard as you can this year to stay afloat. Jesus, show up in the fourth. Jesus, show up in the fourth. He showed up in the darkest part of the night. Jesus showed up in the fourth. Let this be a year of the miraculous. Let this be a year of establishing. Let this be a year of God manifesting himself in your life. Oh, come on, Ellen. we've been rowing. We've been toiling. We've been working. Jesus, the fourth is like the Son of God. There's times you feel like giving up. There's times when you don't see the progress. You just keep on rowing because Jesus sees you and he's going to show up. He's never let this church down. He's always provided. He continues to work. He never disappoints. Come on, we got time for this. Anybody else? You want to take a trip to an altar? You want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost? You're ready. We got people that's received the Holy Ghost today. Anybody ready to be baptized in Jesus' name? Anyone looking for a miracle? You need help? 
Come to the altar. Let God touch you. Let the church pray with you. Come on, we're in a transition right now. We're going from good to great. Oh, there's discomfort with moving a church. There's all kinds of worries and concerns, but we cannot forget that the Lord is taking us somewhere better. There is something greater just on the other side. There's something marvelous just on the other side. Someone needs to get a hold of that for yourself personally. You've been going through a trial here lately. You just hang on, keep on rowing. Jesus sees you. The other side is marvelous. There's a reason. There's a reason. Come on, go ahead. Talala Mahasha. Jesus name. Anybody ready to be baptized in Jesus' name today? Woo! The fourth is like the Son of God. May the fourth be like Jesus Christ showing up. May this year be Jesus showing up in our midst like never before. Which way is our new building? I'm, I'm turning around. Is it that way? I want you to stretch your hands that way. And I want us to pray together. Lord, we are going over there. I know we're moving physically, but I'm talking about spiritually, that your heart is in it, that your spirit is in it, and you're ready for something marvelous. Let's pray right now. Lift your voice. Oh, God, we are going to the other side. We are going beyond where we've ever been. Lord, we are believing you for a 50-soul revival next year. Lord, we're believing you for 50 new converts and 50 new disciples next year. God, we're trusting for, in you for a great outpouring of your spirit and power. Oh, God, it's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord together. Why don't you clap your hands? Praise his name. The other side is marvelous. Wherever that might, wherever you currently are, don't stay stuck in the middle. Keep on rowing. Jesus is going to show up. It's going to happen. Thank you, Jesus. If there's somebody here and you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, or perhaps you received the gift of the Holy Ghost today, but you have not yet been baptized in Jesus' name, you need to do that today. As the Spirit has moved upon you, as you have been stirred, you need to go ahead and take that next step. Don't wait for another service. Don't wait for, for another opportunity. We have robes. We've got the baptismal. We've got the towels. we got everything you need. It's time to take that step of faith in Jesus' name. Real quick, I want to pray. 
And if you're ready to be baptized in Jesus' name, just come to the side door while everyone's eyes are closed. And Brother Trace will take you where you need to go. Lord, I thank you for what you've done here in this service today. I thank you for a church that's so loving and kind. I thank you for a church that loves revival. I thank you for a church that wants to live holy. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And I pray if there's anybody that's right now in the valley of decision, let them take that big giant step of faith to be baptized in your name. Go ahead. You ought to just do it today. Go ahead. Why wait any longer?